Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it's your boy jn fiend i'm here with my brother i also hate pit say what's up baby what up baby Man, oh man, way to gut it out, way to pull it out against TCU. I had mad good music lined up if we didn't. I had feelings if we didn't. But we turned around the skid. We get it done at home in Morgantown. We were the favorites. Hey, we held on to that lead. We polished it off. And we're ready for all five questions, Jordan. Give them to us. Welcome back, RVK Nation, to another edition of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm your host, Jordan Tykeri, and let's get things kicked off with the first blank. West Virginia's win against TCU. The toughness. The grit. Our team showed blank. Our team showed what they needed to show. Keedy led the team with 20 points, 10 out of 10 from the free throw line. They showed what they needed to show. Yeah, they showed me um, that they can close close out a, a close one. That's what's been missing. These close games, we keep losing. These close games, we keep letting get away from us. The grit that we showed at home, the toughness that we showed at home is 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 big because hopefully it means that we'll, we start, teams have to learn how to win. This is a new brand, a new uh, a bunch of kids put together. Sometimes you have to learn to win. We've heard that a million times. Kids have to learn how to win. And I know we have a few seniors, but as a collective group, tonight was the first time that we came out and we and we showed that gritness to be able to finish, especially, I know we were favored, but to win against the uh, number 14 team in the country, it's, it's a good win and it was a must win considering we were 0-5 in conference. Number two, DeMar Johnson from Cincinnati coming to the WVU staff is blank. I think it's wise. The answer for me is wise. A Bob Huggins player, a Bob Huggins disciple coming to fill a void in the staff. It's a wise move for West Virginia. Yeah, I'm going to say this a lot and you guys are going to be irritated with me, but I don't know. There's times we've seen us hire coaches. It's like, oh, man, that's a home run. Hey, this coach from uh, a smaller football program coming to be our head coach. Hey, that's a home run. 
doesn't always materialize. But this guy isn't coming to be our head coach. What, like you said, he's coming to play under Huggins. He knows who Huggins is. He knows what he wants. Um, I feel like Huggins could have went and got a lot of different guys. So I, I have to think that it's a positive thing. So, uh, you know, I will say I really don't know, but I'm going to take it as a positive thing, and hopefully we can show that on the court. Number three, Larry Harrison getting the axe midseason was blank. Predictable. The opposite of that Jamie Foxx song. It's predictable. People have been buzzing, chirping, talking about Larry Harrison getting the axe since last year. And then when teams are losing, like Anthony Lewis has said, when teams are losing, coaches get fired. Larry Harrison, pretty obvious that this was going to happen. It was predictable. Though I don't think he saw it coming uh, based off his reaction to what he said. We'll get into what Huggins said about it, uh, you know, throwing the blame. <laughs> Acting like he didn't have a whole lot to do with it. But this personally kind of reminds me of what exactly what's going to happen if Neil Brown doesn't win his first few games in <laughs> next year's football football season. Something that should have happened in the offseason, but all of a sudden you're waiting at, to, to midseason to do it. Let Neil Brown mess up and have a bad record after five games. You're going to see the exact same thing. You're going to be talking about, why do we fire midseason? I think this, this, this move, if you were going to make it, should have happened before the season started. You've been with this man 24 years. You've seen him. You know him. You know how things are going. Why didn't this happen earlier if it was going to happen? Jeremy, what did Why Bobby Huggins say? What did Bobby Huggins say? Did he say that it was made? Pretty much other people made the decision. That's right. Ren Baker made the decision. Ren Baker wasn't here at the beginning of the season. Okay. Well, well, there's one explanation. My 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 viewpoint is it should have been made earlier in the season, but I guess we have a new hierarchy and people are doing what should have been done. Here's the thing. We'll see if it works. We'll see if it doesn't work. Like, we're going to know. I'm not going to say if it was all him, but, you know, we're, we're going to see some we're going to see some things um, if, in fact, this was a good move. And if it, if it didn't matter, we're going to see that it didn't matter. Number four, Chad Scott. Woo! being the new offensive coordinator. My initial feelings are blank. I'm happy. My initial feeling was happy because Chad Scott has been the best position coach for the most part since he got to Morgantown. And you're not going to get anybody really that is a home run hire to fill that position. You tried to get Clint Trickett. He basically laughed his way out of Morgantown when he said no. Showing that you can't get anybody else because everyone else knows it's pretty much a dead-end job at this at this juncture. So why not show some loyalty? Why not show some continuity? Why not give some respect to a guy who's been everything that you have asked him to be in Chad Scott and promote him? I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy too. And, and I'm happy when you get a guy, you know, give him his opportunity like this because... Maybe he's going to work just a little bit harder. Maybe he's going to think outside the box. Maybe he's going to come up with some stuff we haven't seen. What kind of offense is he going to run? What kind of little wrinkles is he going to put in? That's something Penn State has to worry about. Now, granted, we were getting new offense coordinator no matter what, so they would have had to, they would have had to guess how we're running our offense, period. Would they? But, uh, would they? 
<laughs> I'm saying with the new offensive coordinators, things change sometimes. So Do it's not like they, they can just... Jerry's putting a lot of faith in that Neil Brown's not actually calling the offense. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm trying to work with it. I'm trying to have some hope. I'm trying to have a little bit of hope that maybe Chad Scott brings us a spark. Maybe he brings us something that we haven't seen. Maybe halfback pass. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. So the truth is, like I told you, you'll get tired of hearing me saying, who knows? Who really knows? Honestly, who really knows? It looks like a good idea from from right here. But like everything, we have to see it on the field. We'll have to see it after weeks. Is that going to happen in one week? Is that going to happen in two weeks? I mean, we may have a great first week and a poor second week or third week. But we'll see how this thing evolves. I just want to see us getting better. That's what I want to see. Number five. Blaine Stewart coming home to West Virginia makes you feel blank. Warm and fuzzy. Now, I I mean, I got to just keep it real. I was not the biggest Bill Stewart fan as a coach. I was a huge Bill Stewart fan as a man. As a coach, wasn't the biggest fan. As a man, huge fan, Bill Blaine Stewart coming home, that's a full circle moment, man. A Morgantown kid, Mountaineer for life, full circle, warm and fuzzy. How can you not like this move? Tight ends coach, it's great. How do you not, yeah, how does that, How do you not just smile and feel good about this move? This, like, there's certain people we say once Mountaineer, always Mountaineer. Bill Stewart is a Mountaineer through, through, and through. His son coming home to WVU only feels right. This this just feels right. This feels good. Bill Stewart gave gave uh, oh, Mike Tomlin his first job at VMI. Now, Bill Stewart's son comes back to West Virginia where Bill, Bill Stewart last coached. I love it. I love it. I love it. You got to feel good. So feel good story. That's a good story. How much will it matter? Once again, who knows? But hopefully, hopefully... You know, you just cross your fingers that maybe they got the spark. Somebody has a spark somewhere because uh, Lord knows we need one. But that's it. Five questions, five answers. Next segment, stick around because we are going in. Voice. More than 100 schools available from home field apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspy Voice Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12. For a discount on your first order, 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone Family. Join me, Jamie Steyer Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure. This is one family reunion you won't want to miss. Each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Rat me, boys! I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. And I'm gonna go hard, and I'm gonna go hard, and I'm gonna go hard. We're going in! It's time to go in with the RVK. It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pit, joined by Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are in the building, we are in the booth. Jeremy, what do you got for this upcoming round of going in? Uh, we can start with a lot of stuff. We can talk about the West Virginia basketball game. We can talk about the coaches moving out and the coaches moving in. We can talk about all that stuff. But, Brandon, honestly, I, I know we usually wait to the end of the show to do this. Can we talk about the two big football games? And we don't have to talk about them all. I just want to talk about the two big NFL games real quick. 
The two big ones. Two, what do you mean two? You you think there's more than two big ones? I think there's three. Which which are three? The Giants and Eagles are for sure a division. Okay. So okay, I, I didn't know that you picked that the, the Giants and Eagles. I will say the Saturday games, the Chiefs and Jaguars are uh, over a touchdown spread, and yeah, the Eagles that, and Giants that game, are. That game, if the Chiefs don't blow the Jaguars out, there's something wrong. The Eagles and Giants are a plus at least a touchdown game. So but that's the reason why I, I kind of left them out. Be closer, I believe that game will be closer than expected. I don't think Jalen Hurts is 100%. And I and I know that even though people say it's hard to beat a team three times, 15-9 is what teams that start out 2-0 and are in the third matchup. But I do believe the Giants and Brian Dable have something special. I think that game, I think the Giants have a chance. I see. I think the Giants see a different monster. They're not playing Minnesota. And I think the Eagles have had a week to sit back, prepare, and I think they're going to handle business. And I don't think it's going to be particularly close. And I said that about the Cowboys-Tampa Bay game, and it came to fruition. Oh, ooh, ooh, you're a genius. Everybody who had any sense knew that the Cowboys were going to dominate the anemic offense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because I said the same thing to everyone who would listen. There are plenty of people who said Tom Brady, his match can't count them out. This game's going to be closer than what they think. Yeah, well, I wasn't Keith, one of them. Keith, was, scre- Keith, says, no, Keith was screaming that, and I said, I kept telling Heath, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, the, the, Jeremy, there's the, Tampa Bay has had no offense all year. Okay, okay. Where was well, the offense going to come from? Right. Brian Dayball yeah. is not the moron uh, Todd Bowles, okay? <laughs> Todd Bowles is a moron, in my opinion. And Byron Leftwich is getting scapegoated. I'm sorry. Getting scapegoated by getting fired. I can't believe they fired him. Yeah, well. Those weren't the two games I was going to talk about since you seem very passionate about it. The two games I was going to talk about, the Bills-Bengals is a massive, massive game. Now, granted... The Bills, Josh Allen has been turning the ball over a little bit lately. Yeah, they I was have just not about to say, neither one of those teams looked great. And Cincinnati loses three of their five offensive linemen. That is a big deal as well. Yes. But when we when we looked at the AFC, we thought Chiefs, Bills, Cincinnati. So the winner of this plays the Chiefs. Um, I, I just think it's a big game. And, and, and plus, remember, I think it's a big uh, game in name only. No, nah, I think they'll be ready to play. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think the Bills win easily. Okay. Okay. Play for Demar. Play for Demar. This is the first game. You know, back same field. I was the same field. Was in Cincinnati. Actually, I think it was, it was in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That was in Cincinnati. But now, but but now, but now we're in Buffalo. A lot of emotions on the field. You know. This, this is it. This is what you worked all offseason for, this moment right here. I just think it's a big game. It's a can't miss on Sunday. And then Sunday night's game, it feels like we're back in 1993, 1992, 1991, early 90s. 49ers, Cowboys. Uh, yeah, this feels like a good one. This feels like a really good one. Yeah, and again, I will tell you, I think the Niners handle business. I don't think the Cowboys defense is good enough to rattle Brock Purdy. And I don't think the, I don't think that Dak Prescott is good enough to handle that Niners defense. Again, I think this is a game that we all are talking about like it's going to be really good, and it won't be. I'm definitely now, taking I'm the not Cowboys. saying they're going to now let me say when I say it's not I'm taking, it won't be. I'm taking about I'm taking the Cowboys for the record. Let everybody hear <laughs> I'm taking the Cowboys. 
<laughs> Man, I'm, I'm about to have the to boys. gamble on this game, Jerry. Me and you about to have to make a bet. I'm taking the Cowboys. Oh, I'm we just about, letting you now know. Now we about to have to make a bet. I'm taking the Cowboys. I like Brocktober. I think they have so many weapons. I do not think he's elite or close to elite or he's really not. good. He's okay. His guys were wide open last game. I watched every pass. And yes, he's completing them. Dallas's defense is different. Dallas's defense is, is different. Is if Dallas, if if Brock Purdy was not the quarterback, if if the 49ers had one of the top 10 quarterbacks, I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl. Jeremy. I don't, I don't believe in Brock Purdy in a situation in a like this. And I'm taking Dak and the Cowboys by 10. Is Micah Parsons healthy? I think he's healthy enough. Okay. You think he's healthy enough? Okay. Because that's a big enough, if, Jeremy. Yeah. That's a big no, no, if. No, no, no. I, I think, like I said, if if the Niners had a top 10 quarterback, a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, I'm picking the Niners to win it all. They're loaded. I think they're playing a different monster in the Cowboys defense, and I think Dak and, and them boys are going to be ready to play ball. I do, and I think they win. I, I think they beat the Niners. And it's because of Brock Purdy at quarterback that I believe that. Yeah, I, I don't believe in um, Mike uh, McCarthy at all. I think that Shanahan coaches circles around him every day of the week. I think he protects Purdy every day of the week. And I think the Niners win by 10 points. Yeah, it's funny because I think the Cowboys win by 10 points. So what are we wagering? What's the wager? Yeah, uh, we'll figure that out later. Now I feel like we need to do this on air. What do you What do you want me to say? What in the world do you want me to say? Wait, I give you no money, so no, we're not, so. We're not no, no money, no money. I know I'm trying to figure it out. Actually, I'm trying to figure out how to plug in my computer since she's told me my battery's low, but. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Having multiple technical difficulties tonight. Uh, we can figure out the wager later. We got a couple of days. And now I don't care. But, but, yeah, those are my two big ones. The I mean, Bills, Bengals, four. the Cowboys, 49ers. Yeah, I don't think the other two, the, the Saturday games aren't, aren't as I think nice. Giants-Eagles is more interesting than you think. And I, I'm not Chiefs-Jaguars should not be interesting at all. So what do you think about Leftwich getting the axe? I think that it is a scapegoat. Tom Brady doesn't have it anymore. He's afraid to get hit like Swagoo said, and you cannot do anything in this league at quarterback if you're afraid to get hit. you got to be willing to take a shot. He's not anymore. And the offense is just not – I mean, I just don't think they ha- I don't think they have it. They can't run the ball. So I- I'm sorry. I-, I think Byron – I mean, they won a Super Bowl with Byron Leftwich. Yeah. And it wasn't a long time ago. First of all, I feel like this is awfully early to to, to, to one bad year and all of a sudden you get the axe. Like that that's it. I feel like it was pretty pretty quick, uh pretty short sighted, but you know, this is how this is how the NFL works sometimes, depending on who you are. Other guys get time after time, even though they stink every place they go. So ah, it's a tough look, but uh, you know. We got a place down here in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. If he ever wants to look, you know? Yeah. 
Speaking of people getting the axe, Brandon, Larry Harrison gets the axe after 24 seasons with Bobby Huggins. Huggins says, I wasn't involved like I was portrayed to be. Um, you hear everybody coming out, you know, even Hoppy Kirchhoff talk about, hey, just own it. We know that, you know, you are WVU basketball. At least just own it, coach. All kinds of stuff going on. Mid-January, what, were your, what was your whole feeling about it? I don't think he has to own it because I don't think it's all Huggins. Either Huggins is a straight-up liar, which I don't think he typically is, or it was Ren Baker, like Mike Casaza reported. So okay. I'm going to go with it was Ren Baker, which is why it happened in the middle of the season, not at the beginning of the season. And then Hugg says what stuff are the like reports, this. But, what? Well, my, my question is, what reports is Ren Baker hearing a month into it that he wants to cut a coach who's been there for 24 years that other people at the university have heard that didn't make them feel like maybe he should go. Uh, coaches, you mean like maybe other people at the university didn't have the guts to stand up to Bob Huggins? Yeah, yeah, that's what and, I'm asking. And Ren Baker did have the guts to stand up to Bob Huggins? And I like that. If, if, that, if that's the case, I like that. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. And That's then possible. This is what, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's no transparency, so who knows? Well, this is what Hug said tonight. I'm excited about DeMar Johnson. He can go into D.C. and everyone knows him. We haven't done a great job recruiting there at all. Like, that yeah. sounds like a guy who's realizing what he has as opposed to a guy who orchestrated this move to me. That's according to Ethan Bach, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know because because I mean it could be so many things, Brandon. You know the cat and mouse game. You you know the the poker game um, when it comes to coaches and the media and what gets out. And you know it, it, you know it's about donors. It's about coaches. It's about relationships. So who knows? I do know that people are judged based off results. One 100%. of the reasons why Larry. One of the reasons why Larry Harrison is not at WVU right now is because our last couple years have not been what we would what, what they what we wanted them to be. But if you feel like he's a scapegoat, like I'm hearing some people say, that's fine because in time it'll become apparent and <laughs> things will change. Hopefully. Well, not if always. That's the case. Sometimes things sometimes things just don't work out in your favor and you never do get your acknowledgement. Like, sometimes things just don't work out. Like, the last two NBA players WVU has had are both guards. Larry Harrison coaches the guards. And both Deuce McBride and Javon Carter gave props to and recognition to and praise to Larry Harrison via Twitter and other places. So, I mean, if we're talking about who's not making developing players, who's not getting players, Larry Harrison wouldn't be the guy that I would be looking at first. But there were reports that Larry Harrison, who was responsible for substitutions and other rotation issues, um, was a problem for some of those players who decided to transfer. So I, I don't know what to believe. Yeah. And then you look well, at Larry Harrison's um, statement on the matter, and he didn't say a word about Hugs. Did not even mention Hugs' name. Yeah, very telling. You had this so, relationship for all those years. Usually you would say, hey, I appreciate the opportunity you gave me. That is not what was said. So he clearly does not feel like it was Ren Baker alone. No. <laughs> he clearly he doesn't. doesn't feel like. And I, and honestly, if I'm going to be honest, like you may call Ren Baker. I'm just saying there's certain people who are bigger. I'm not saying bigger than the program. 
But there's certain people who have control of their own little world. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, Joe Paterno was Penn State football. Uh, there's certain people who run their Nick Saban is Alabama football. Bob Huggins is West Virginia basketball. And if he doesn't want something to happen, I, you know what? I can't say that for a fact because I don't I don't have I don't have things to show you. Hey, look, what he doesn't want anything to happen. But just knowing human nature and how most things usually work. But like you said, there's a new sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff in so town. Maybe, and I'll tell you something, Joe Paterno and Nick Saban got that Bobby Huggins ain't got. It's true. National true. titles. Yeah, you'd and have to something that you. Bobby or, or Huggins said, wants that that he don't have. National titles. And yes. Baker's tasked with getting. Once again, you keep saying it like we didn't all already know what the punchline was. You didn't have to say it and keep rubbing it in. We got you. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know about who runs what when it comes to I don't know what Ren Baker. I mean, Ren Baker, Ren Baker might run a tight ship, Jay. We don't know. We'll see. You know what? And here's the thing. And I've said this before, and I said this to you. I don't know if I said it on, on air. And you know what? I'm st- I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just telling you how I feel. I don't know Ren Baker. But his smile and the way he comes across, first of all, I saw him rocking some. I, you know what? They were Kobe's. Actually, he was wearing, a, they looked like Kobe's uh, in his suit when he was with uh, Bob Huggins down there in Charleston. I was like, all right, props. But Brandon, I just, I'll be honest with you, just feel something slimy about him. There's something that feels slimy about him. When I look at his face, I don't know him from Adam. I don't. I haven't heard anything bad about him. What do I want? I just look at him, Brandon. I don't trust him. There's something to just feels slimy about him. And you know what? I love it. In, in the age say. of the N, in the age of NIL, this is what we need. We need somebody to just dance on that line of, oh, is school going to be in trouble? School not going to be in trouble. We need somebody to go out there and get grimy and dirty because right now we are getting we are getting rolled up on. People are scoring points off us left and right, and I'm talking about the NIL, college football, college basketball. I'm not talking about the literal game. I'm talking about outside the game, the game within the game, so to speak. And we need somebody to get down and dirty for us. And when he smiles, I'm just like, that dude's a villain. And I love that he's on our squad. That's what I was going to say, I don't know. Jeremy. I could be wrong. I, I was going to say, wrong. who's winning in this world? Who's winning in this world? Yeah. Is it the, yeah. Is it the all shucks, gee whiz, gosh golly guy? Or is <laughs> yeah. it the yeah. slime ball? <laughs> Dude, feels slimy. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. By any means necessary. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm we just must saying. protect this house. Yes. Yeah, lock look, down these borders. Lock down these borders. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Listen, so um, some, the the Demar Johnson hire. No, no. You had something that you were supposed to screenshot in that conversation with me and Chris Hall that you said you're going to not forget to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I just. Okay. <laughs> I mean, with with Ren Baker doing his thing, I just feel like, look, I, this is what I said. This is what I said. And I'll tell you, I don't care. West Virginia gets on my nerves because I feel like we just always get stuck behind everybody, and everything we try to do is according to everybody else's. We don't think outside the box. We're too busy thinking about our own block. 
Like, I feel like West Virginia University is worried about being the big man in the state. Like, everybody wants to 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 show their manhood that, hey, we're, we're the biggest and we have the best and this is us and we're in control. I mean, I just think about, like, Doggity Dog doing West Virginia videos. There's a guy in the NFL, I can't remember, a safety for, for the Colts who was losing his mind just to see T- Tavon Austin. And he says on an Instagram video, oh, my God, he used to watch that video every day. And this is exact same video the university took down. It's like, what are we doing? Are we trying to promote West Virginia or are we trying to say, no, this is ours? And, and I feel like sometimes the people, the higher ups, I don't I don't know if it's the boosters. I don't know if it's whoever makes decisions. Just all not of them the encompass, boosters, not the boosters, the brass. Just everybody. I feel like they're so content of being the big man on campus. Yeah, we make decisions around here at West Virginia that they quit. They look too small and they don't see, hey, look, it doesn't. Who cares if you're the biggest kid on your block? Who cares if you're the most athletic kid in your county? We're going against the rest of the state. We're going against the rest of the nation. We have to get outside that. We have to think outside that. We can't do what Michigan does. We can't do what Ohio State does. We have to think outside that to get bigger than that. But we're so worried. These people these people who run run things at West Virginia feel very full of themselves. Like, oh, yeah, we are in control. Yeah, you're in control of West Virginia. We're competing. You're not competing against me. I'm Jeremy Phoenix. We do raspy voice kids. We do what we do. You're competing against the rest of the nation. So quit be, being so focused on the little things and just continue to help West Virginia grow by any means necessary. Quit worrying about being the big kid on your block because I want you to be the biggest kid in the nation. Does that make sense? It does. I just... It does, a hundred percent. I agree. Like I've, I've. It's like they're satisfied that, yeah, you know, we run West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Worry about turning things out and turn and making changes and making moves that shock everybody. You know, the Duggity Dog, the Duggity Dog example is the best example that you have. It's the most, it's the most obvious, the the clearest example of where West Virginia had an advantage, and they turned it away because of ego. They let ego get in the way. They got into a peeing match. They didn't like whatever about Duggity Dog, and they turned away a clear advantage they had in marketing and never got it back. Because they wanted to be the big kid on the block. And you are. Nobody's questioning that. Nobody is confused about that. But the more you do that, the more you hurt yourself sometimes on a national stage. So maybe Ren Baker rectifies that. He looks like maybe he's making some moves. This DeMar Johnson move is big because DeMar Johnson is a name. I mean, he was parade, he was a parade All-American, player of the year, freshman All-American, played seven seasons in the NBA, 16 years total as a professional basketball player, played under hugs. Um, he's got a resume. Now, not a lot of coaching resume, but he's got a resume. And like they said, he's from D.C., so he can go into D.C., and these coaches know him. These these people who are developing players know him, and he can talk and, and, and go out and snatch players, hopefully for West Virginia. NIL will be a part of that, but DeMar Johnson gets you in the door. So that's awesome for, for West Virginia to start. Chad Scott being promoted. I'm, I'm happy for Chad Scott. I'm not excited like he's going to change the world because he's never called plays. And I'm not sure that he's going to get to call plays here because Neil Brown's job's on the line, and I'm not sure that he's going to leave it up to anybody else 
when his job is on the line. Um, but we'll see. But I like the move. So we'll see what happens with that. No, and that's a good point. His job being on the line, so that may change a lot of stuff because now it is down to it. Like, 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 there's, there's no more grace period. There's no more, you know, no, no pass I mean, go. And Fred like, Baker just fired a dude who'd been at WVU for 16 years, hugs right hand man, in the middle of the season. Neil Brown ain't getting no grace, yeah, and we all know, know it. Neil knows it. I didn't think he would get this much. I thought his 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 tenure came to an end at the end of this season. But we'll see. Tiga and Parsons. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And and it's the writing is on the wall. Thought it was. Thought it was. But either way, that's what we have, man. Big win tonight. We're ten and two. Then we go to ten and seven. Zero and five in conference. This win against TC was absolutely gigantic. It was a no, must win. Disagree. Disagree. Brandon, you're up 18 points. And we talk about losing a team. Brandon, if you're up 18 points, you're 0-5 in conference, and then you end up losing the game, I'm pretty sure that's curtains for the year. I think it's I'm curtains. I'm pretty sure the year. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. I'm pretty sure it's curtains anyway. Bingo. That That's but, my point. <laughs> I think it's curtains anyway. TCU was not favored to win this game. TCU is 0-11 now in Morgantown. Jamie Dixon struggles in Morgantown, period. This game, we had to win because we had no business losing, period. But I don't think it changes the trajectory. Bob Huggins' teams do not recover from five-game losing streaks. They don't. Not only do we not make the tournament, I think we finish the season with a losing record. Braden, that'll be rough. Yeah, that'll be a rough. Be, if, I think it's going to be rough if 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 we don't finish a year with a with a winning record. It is a big time. Hey hey, ho ho. Some people got to go. That's it. I hope that I'm wrong. Like always, I want to be wrong. I just don't see it. Yeah, me neither. But uh, all right, man. That's all I got for this week. You got anything else? Nope. That's it from me. That's a wrap from the RVK. Get at your boys. Holla at your boys. Get us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Get at us one way or the other. The RVK. Listen, rate, review, subscribe. Love us because we love you. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.